Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies? And welcome, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. If you needed to rest and relax, I hope you did that. If you needed to be productive and get some shit done, I hope you did that too. Uh, My week, not even just my weekend, my week was crazy busy. When I got a little sick, I, I was feeling a little under the weather. And then we made some massive updates inside Sheetrician, and I just I just took the week off. I, I didn't post on socials. <laughs> I kind of, you know, I went a little ghost inside the membership, but for a much needed reason. So this past week, we implemented a few big things. One, Sheetrician got accountability groups, which was amazing. Like the first day we launched it, which was last Sunday, we had like hundreds of requests come in. And so me and Jasmine, my accountability specialist, we've just been building groups all week and getting them going, which is so exciting. They are so excited about this and I know it's going to be so helpful. And so I'm really excited to you know see how that evolves. And then two, I updated the core trainings inside Sheetrician. So if you don't know, the core trainings in Sheetrician are the mindset, routine, and nutrition trainings my girls go through before they jump into like the meal planning and the coaching calls and things like that inside Sheetrician. And essentially, it's their weight loss foundation. So phase one is all about mindset, about creating new beliefs about your weight loss, you know, the origin story to your weight loss and how to accept your body kind of where it is you know we, we go into like self-sabotage and just a really great phase and it sets them up to go into phase two which is all about creating an environment that nurtures your weight loss habits we call this your weight loss ecosystem and then phase three is all things like their weight loss foundation when it comes to food and food strategy so we dive into all things calories and macros and um, how to not count them <laughs> And, you know, my strategies and my simple things that they can do with their food every single day that helps them get them closer to their goal. So I re- I updated those because I haven't updated them in like almost two years. So I updated them. I put a really great fresh spin on them. I shed some minutes off each one. So I made them quicker, more digestible, more simple to the point. And then I'm also creating a brand new phase so I, I need to come up with a new name because it's not it's not going to be the core three anymore. It'll probably be the core four, I guess. Keep it real simple. Just change the number. But phase four, I haven't even told them this yet. So, you know, sneak preview. <laughs> phase four is called Real Life. And it's all about how to stay on track in everyday regular circumstances, on the weekends, when you're out, when you're traveling, Um, And I get into a little bit of brain science around food habits and urges and why we overeat and kind of how to break through and overcome and override those things. So I am so excited for that phase. That'll be ready to go in the new year. And we're going to go through it together like as a membership. So that's going to be super exciting. But yeah, so like (sighs) last week was a doozy. It was just really busy. And I always find, I was, I was telling my husband, like, this time of year, I always, I think it's just the weather because it gets cold outside. 
you know, there's not as many play dates with Bexley. We're not like running around crazy all day. And so I like to just slow down, check in with my girls and just see if there's anything they need. See if there's anything that I can update or add that helps them even more. And so this year, refocusing on the core trainings, updating them, making them fresh, making them a little shorter, making them more digestible was a really big thing for me. Got that all done uh, this past week. So thank you for your patience. I know I didn't post on the podcast, but I'm going to make up for it because today is going to be a really great episode. Today, we're talking about how to lose weight, even when you aren't motivated. I feel like this is something I get asked on so much, so often, you know, Chantel, I want to lose weight. Yes, but I am just not motivated to do it. And I get that. Listen, I understand because I was that girl, I don't know, two, three years ago, four years ago, I don't even know at this point, who had a whole freaking nutrition and food science degree, concentration in dietetics, had gained a lot of weight after I started my business, and could not make myself do any of the weight loss actions I knew I needed to do to lose weight. Like, if anyone gets you, girl, I get you. I had five years of in-depth nutrition trainings and, you know, understanding the science of our bodies, you know, weight loss, coaching, like, all of that stuff. (laughs) And until I went through it myself, I just, I could not figure out how to get myself out of it. And, you know, I am so happy that I did go through that phase in my life where I did gain a lot of weight because I feel like that's why I'm able to help, you know, you guys and, and the ladies inside Sheetrician on like such a deeper level because I, like, I, un- girl, I understand of like knowing what you need to do. Like, you know what you need to eat. You know that you need to be moving your body. You know all of these things that you need to be doing. Like, you know it. The the issue is not knowing it. The issue is doing it. And so, like, I I get it. And it wasn't until I went through my own journey that I had to realize, like, oh, focusing on food is just, it's not working. And it's not working for my clients. So, like, we've got to do something else. And that needed to happen. And in order for that to happen, I had to figure out how to lose weight when I was not motivated to do it. So this episode is going to give you some really great ahas and some action steps. You guys know I love to pair mindset with action. If you can get your mind on the same page as your action steps, you will be unstoppable. It's like literally my weight loss philosophy. It's like it's just it's so much more than calories in, calories out. And it's also so much more than like woo woo on the surface level mindset stuff. Like oh, it's not about motivation. It's about discipline. And, you know, one year will pass from now. What do you want to do with that year? Like, that's all great. Those like inspirational quotes are great and all. But what I've come to realize over like the last really two or three years is that until you get down to like the thoughts, the actual thoughts that you're telling yourself about your weight loss, about yourself, until you can identify those and learn how to redirect them, your weight loss journey is going to be very, very difficult. It like it just is until you get down and pull out. We call this the boogeyman inside nutrition. Until you pull the boogeyman out from under the bed, kicking and screaming, it's going to be really, really difficult to understand why you're having so much trouble losing weight and keeping the weight off. So this episode is going to give you some really great ahas, some really great ahas about not only how you view motivation, but how you rely on it. 
And then the things that you change in your day, like after you listen to this episode, you're going to be able to walk out of here and know some things that you can immediately go shift, some decisions you can immediately implement, or even just immediately begin thinking about your weight loss differently and about your mindset differently. Okay, Chantal, get to the fucking point. (laughs) So we're going to begin. So today I'm going to give you three steps. Um, on how to essentially lose weight even when you aren't motivated. So let's do it. So step number one or nugget number one is to realize you already do stuff you aren't motivated to do. This mindset shift is a freaking game changer. Girl, you already do shit that you don't want to do and aren't motivated to do. You already do stuff in your day. Like you get up every morning at 6 a.m. when you don't want to, you shower, you put on your work clothes, you get in the car, you sit in 30 minutes of traffic, you get to work, boss is on your nerves, coworkers are on your nerves, you're dealing with, you know, messy clients all day, you're dealing, you know, standing on your feet, you're, you're already doing stuff that you don't want to do. And why do you get up and go to work? Because you got bills to pay <laughs> and you got lights to keep on and you got food to put in your mouth. So you already get up. And you go through a slew of actions you don't really want to do because you don't want to be homeless. You get up and you walk the dog in the winter so he doesn't shit in the house, even though it's freezing outside, even though it's dark, even though you want to sleep in. You cook dinner for your kids every single night, even though you're tired from work, even though you don't want to. (laughs) If you don't, your kids starve, right? So step one is understanding that you can do things you don't want to do because you understand the natural consequences of not doing them. So in my house, we we parent Bexley in a way that's like we're not super hard on her. It's just like there are natural consequences to stuff you do. Like if you don't want to do your chores today, okay. But then you've got two days of chores that you've got to do after that, right? You've got more work you've got to do. So there are natural consequences to you not doing things even when you aren't motivated to do them. Like, so you don't go to work. Okay, you lose your job. Then you can't pay your bills. Then you're probably homeless. And then you're hungry. And then you're like digging in trash. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Like, (laughs) we could go down this big dark route. Okay, you don't walk the dog. He shits in your house. You got to clean it up. Dang, he stained your carpet. Now you got to buy a new carpet, right? There are natural consequences to not doing things because you aren't motivated to do them. You don't cook your kids dinner. They starve. They tell a teacher at school if they're hungry and then you never feed them. Then you got CPS. Like there are natural consequences. Like took a very dark spin. But there are natural consequences to not doing things. And so your weight loss is the same way. Let's be very clear. The real reason that you aren't losing weight isn't because you're not motivated to do it. It's not. The real reason that you're having trouble losing weight when you're not motivated is because you haven't found a reason compelling enough to make you do it. One that goes deeper than like a slightly smaller dress size. Like really finding your why. In Sheetrician, we spend two journal days in phase one uncovering your why. Like uncovering the, the actual reason that you want to lose weight outside of just like being slightly smaller. Being slightly smaller is not a compelling enough reason 
for you to create new habits that you need to create to lose weight. Like, but not going to work and being homeless and starving and not having like food to eat, that's compelling as shit to make you get up and go clock in. So the real reason that you're having trouble losing weight and like telling yourself that you need to be motivated to do it is because you don't have something that's that's compelling enough to make you do it. So you have to do some soul searching and ask yourself, why do I really want to lose weight? What's my reason? What's my why? Because me like feeling good on vacation, that comes and that goes. But you having a long, healthy life with your children to play with them, to give them like a childhood where they remember mom is active and she plays with us and she always is happy and has energy and like that's compelling. That's compelling. You like wanting to lose weight because you want to feel sexy and you want to feel strong and fit so that you can have a better sex life, to have better relationships, to feel confident, to date confident, like whatever, that's compelling. You like wanting to drop 20 pounds for vacation, that shit is going to like fizzle out by the end of the week. And you're going to be like, fuck it, I'll just, you know, I'll just buy a one piece. I see it happen all the time. And that's why we spend so much time in phase one in nutrition uncovering the real why. You setting a weight loss goal isn't enough. It, like we, we can set goals a dime a dozen around here. I set them all the time. <laughs> lots of them and lots of them I forget about. Or I just don't remember why they're important. And when you don't know why something is important, you're not going to do it. Like if somebody walked up to you right now on the street and was like, hey, give me a dollar. You'd be like, boy, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but if someone came up to you and was like, hey, can I please have a dollar? You know, my kid is locked inside this room right here and I don't have any cash and I got to put in this dollar to open the door. I'm just making up something so stupid, but you get the point. You'd be like, oh my God, here's a dollar. It's a compelling enough reason to give somebody a dollar, right? So the that was such a terrible example, but the point of it is that the reason behind your weight loss needs to be deep enough so that even when you aren't feeling motivated, even when you aren't in the mood, your why is compelling enough to get your ass up and take that next small step. And creating a mindset shift that you can do things and not be motivated frees up the mental energy of thinking that you have to feel motivated to do anything. You don't. You don't. You don't have to be motivated. Which brings me to the very next step, which is make it easy so that you don't need a lot of motivation. You decide you want to lose weight, right? And your why is compelling as shit. But you've made your steps so complicated that you feel like you need a lot of motivation to get them done. You've got to stick to this like crazy meal plan where you've got to go to three different stores to find all the ingredients. And then the recipes are like an hour long. And then you've got to do two a day workouts and you got to work out an hour in between. And then you still got to get up and get the kids ready and go to work and do all your chores and all your errands in between then. That's exhausting. That's hard. You need a lot of willpower and motivation. 
And the funny thing about willpower and motivation, you only get a specific amount of that every single day. And every decision you make and everything you resist and everything you've got to push yourself to do, it dwindles and dwindles and dwindles by the end of the day. By the end of the day, what I can bet your bottom dollar you're doing is feeling so exhausted and overwhelmed that you eat to cope with your emotions. Where so many women go wrong is that they want to go from zero to 100 But zero to 100 takes a lot of daily energy. When you make weight loss easy to do, the actions don't need a lot of motivation. Instead of going from like never cooking and always eating out to all of a sudden prepping three times a week and only eating from home is a tough habit transition to make. It's tough. And that is exactly why I will never be the nutritionist who says, you got to go cold turkey. You're eating fast food every single day? Well, you better stop. And we're only going to cook from home right now. You haven't even created a habit to do that yet. You're going to do that for a week, maybe two, and be right back in the same boat and then beating yourself up because of it. A lot of the time, we create these big jumps when we're super motivated. And then when it disappears, we really like, rag on ourselves for not doing them like how many wild goals have you set when you're feeling like super hype and super motivated and then like a week later you're like why did I do this to myself it's kind of like when you like agree to go to like an outing or an event like when you're feeling social you're like yeah I would love to come and then the day comes and you're like why did I agree to this I don't want to go you're like thinking of like excuses you can tell them I know I do that sometimes. Um, So like that is the same thing. So I always say like when you set these goals, like that, this is exactly why we only focus on two pounds at a time in nutrition. Because it's like, listen, honey, the the routine you're going to build when you like have your 50 pound goal in mind is going to be immaculate. It's going to be amazing. You're going to feel hype. You're ready to do it. And then like a week in, you're like, about that. So instead of like doing these big jumps, like going back to like the never eating or like always eating fast food, always eating out to all of a sudden only cooking from home. Instead, start with just like one night. Like every Tuesday, I cook from home. I eat out every single day outside of that, but Tuesdays are my days where I cook something. Even if it's popping something in the microwave, I make that commitment to myself that this day, I don't go out to eat. Or even just starting with like slightly healthier food choices when you go out to eat. Like usually I I do the burger and the fries and the Coke. But this time I do the burger and a really yummy side salad. But I keep my Coke, right? Like where can you make slightly better decisions? It feels so much less overwhelming and thus needs less motivation to convince yourself to actually do it. Think about it. When you're driving home and you usually go to like Chick-fil-A and you've told yourself, oh, nope, like I have to cook from home every single day from here on out. Just drive home, just drive home, just drive home. And then you start thinking, but you don't have anything ready, but it's going to take an hour to cook. So you're like, fuck, okay, I'll just today, I'll just go today. And you go through the drive-thru, right? (laughs) It feels very difficult. But what if you're driving home and you say, oh, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. But today, instead of doing like the whole chicken sandwich and some fries and a big old lemonade, 
I'm going to do some like some nuggets and a little side salad and, and also like my lemonade or I'm going to do like a fruit cup and a chicken sandwich and, you know, grab a water. You decide I'm still going to go, but I'm going to make some slightly smaller, healthier decisions when I'm there. That feels a lot better, doesn't it? And this is like my this is also my stance on exercise too, like sidewall in nutrition like the girls are always like hey like what do we got to do for exercise and I'm like listen I don't really care what you do make it easy and make it daily if that's like a five minute walk to your mailbox and back but you can do that every day do it so many people start like so many people start with these training programs that like kick their ass and they think they're making progress because the workouts are hard they're like oh if I'm like sweating this much and I'm hurting this much and I'm on the verge of throwing up and crying like I'm gonna hit my goal like really quickly <laughs> I'm like oof I got a big surprise for you you're not gonna be any closer because you haven't figured out how to do small daily action you're going to a workout two three times a week getting your ass kicked and then you fizzle out for like a month or two and ghost your trainer because it's hard and then when you feel motivation you go back so yeah, make it easy and make it daily, okay? Number three, chicken nugget number three is plan, plan, plan. How many times have you left for work in the morning thinking you were going to order a salad and a smoothie only for you to end up in like the Taco Bell line <laughs> at like noon sharp? I know because I used to do this all the time. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm out running errands, even like working from home. I'm just going to like, you know, make something really quick at home. You know, I don't have anything prepared, but I can make something. And then I'm like, well, I'm hungry now. This sounds good now. I'll just eat this and I'll cook tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I just, I know this is something that like so many of my babes in nutrition struggle with. And I know you probably struggle with this too. But I say all the time, winging it does not work. Like winging it does not work. I don't care who you are because why? Winging it requires a lot of willpower and a lot of motivation and you really have to go with how you feel in the moment. Winging it requires you to go by how you feel in the moment. And if you feel like shit are feeling like tired or feeling like you don't want to do anything, what is going to be the option you pick? You're telling me you're going to like go in the kitchen and, and take 20 minutes to cook something? Are you just going to order DoorDash even though you still have to wait the 20 minutes because you don't have to do anything? Winging it doesn't work. And until you realize that when you have a plan, even if the plan is just mapping out what you're going to eat, no matter what it is, when you have a plan, you reduce your need to make decisions. Decision fatigue is a real thing. And every decision you make in the day depletes your willpower by the nanosecond. And if you're making a ton of micro little decisions every single day, by the time it comes to dinner, you're ready for the easiest and like the quickest and just get it here so I can just sit on the couch and not do anything. Making decisions from a place of motivation and not planning and intention and thoughtfulness is harmful to your weight loss journey. I always tell my girls, all you've got to do is make your plan when you feel motivated. And I'm not talking about like, like action steps, like, oh, like make it complicated. Plan what you're going to eat when you're feeling motivated. Just plan it out. So that way, when it comes to lunch, even if it's like you don't have anything like with you that you like made and brought from home, 
you look at your plan and say, this is what I'm going to eat. I don't have to think about it. This is what I'm eating. There's also a science to planning too, because it's really important. You're planning food that you love into your plan so that you don't, it doesn't take convincing for you to eat it. This is another mistake so many people make is that they plan, you know, food when they're motivated. And it's like, a lean chicken salad and like a water and for my dessert I'm gonna eat three strawberries and it's like that's great when you're feeling motivated but that shit is not gonna happen when you're exhausted at work and overwhelmed and you're ready to eat lunch you're gonna be like no like I'm going to Chipotle I'll be right back (laughs) so planning food that you actually love into your into your um, weekly plan is very very important but plan it from a place of intention and thoughtfulness Because when you make a plan, you are not subjected to all of your urges and like, you know, overwhelmed feelings in the moment. And when you can look at your plan and be like, oh, yeah, that sounds really good. It's still probably slightly better than like what you would, the decision you would have made feeling completely overwhelmed and exhausted at work and and had nothing ready to go and didn't think about what you were going to eat for lunch. Planning takes a lot of the guesswork out of your day. And it puts you in a position to make a better decision despite not feeling motivated. And even if you don't go with what's on the plan, you've given yourself an opportunity to make a different decision. And I, I preach on this so much in nutrition, especially when my girls are like beating themselves up for not being perfect. It's like, it's not about like following the plan or following the routine day by day in and out, like perfectly. It's about giving yourself an opportunity to make a different decision. And sometimes you're going to make the better decision. And sometimes you're not. But guess what? If you didn't give your opportuni- yourself the opportunity to make a different decision, you're always going to make the shitty decision every single time. But weight loss isn't about making the perfect decision every time. It's about making better decisions consistently, not perfectly. Okay? So I hope this was helpful. I really do. I feel like I'm going. I really want to keep going. But you know me. I like to keep these episodes short because I don't like to listen to podcast episodes where they're talking like longer than 20 minutes. I tune out and I, I whatever. I know you guys DM me and always ask for longer episodes. But I watch the watch time. OK. And I know when I start to go for like 30 minutes plus you guys drop off like flies. So I <laughs> am not going longer. Um, but if you want a part two of this episode, let your girl know. Hop in the reviews, you know, because I'm gonna ask y'all every week. Hop in the reviews, let your girl know how much you love this episode and tell me you need a part two. And I got you. Also too, if you're ready to make your meals easy and kind of get a little taste of what I mean in nugget three, which is to plan meals you love, grab the free seven day meal plan inside the show notes. You're gonna really love it. It's really great recipes, easy, quick, flavorful, that I know will reshape how you view the food that you eat on your weight loss journey. You can lose weight eating the food you love, okay? So to recap really quickly, today in this episode, you learned one, you can do things when you aren't motivated because you do them now. Weight loss is no different, but your why has to be compelling enough to help you make this small daily action, which brings me into recap point number two, which is to make it easy. Don't make it magical. Make it easy so that you can do it even when you aren't motivated, that it doesn't take a lot of willpower, a lot of energy. And three, plan ahead and put yourself in a position to make healthy choices despite not feeling motivated to do it. Give yourself an opportunity. You don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be dead smack in the center every single day. But if you give yourself an opportunity to make a different decision, you make it so much easier on yourself. 
Okay. So that's it for this week. Grab that seven day meal plan in the show notes. You're going to really love the recipes on there. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave your girl a five star review if that's how you feel. And let me know what you loved about today's episode. Or you can find me in the DMs on Instagram at Nutrition by Chantel. I talk to you guys every single week. I love talking to you guys there. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.